Hello, everyone. It is 9.08 a.m. on Friday the 14th. And you know what that means? It's time to get big on. Let me hit you with this, Teresa. Okay, just all right, that. all right. I'm ready. Uh, it's like a catchphrase. We have like, uh, bacon, uh, bacon, good bakes, and hot takes. Oh, you've been real heavy on the hot takes lately. I got hot takes. You're talking about coming in hot. I got feelings. Do you know what coming in hot means? Okay. N- no. Coming in hot means like as soon as you like get there, you're starting. Uh-huh. It means like... I'm, we're starting right away. Like, there's no oh. break time ahead of time. So, like, I just you, figured that was your catchphrase these days. Coming in hot. Yeah. No, it's just that my schedule's been very fast, <laughs> okay. and I've had to do that for most of my recordings. Like, I want to go straight from this thing to the other one with like oh, no downtime. Oh, now yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this was, I would say, back to form. More back to form. Yes. More back to form. Although the internet is still. The internet is a, a rockin'? Well, it's wrong, what... and we'll get to that okay. in a moment. Uh, but it was dessert week. Um, and let me adjust my microphone. Sorry for the noise. Uh, we started with steamed puds. So British. I love it. So British. Hello, hello. This is where What's we have the then? Christmas pudding. Christmas right? pudding. It's definitely sp- sticky uh, toffee. Uh, spotted dick. That's a steamed pud. I know, but I really wanted you to just say it and then just like have it sit in the air for a moment. Um, and you know what? Let's get right off the bat. My hottest, maybe not even my hottest take, just the, the thing to talk about is Carol this week. Oh, no. So this is, I've talked about it on the show before. And I, let me let me really hang a lantern on this point for just a second. What I'm about to say is not made in a mean or judgmental way, but merely stating a fact, right? I've talked about it on this show before that contestants will often hit a point where it's like, and that's their level. That's right. where they go out, right? Right. Um, and it feels like They've Carol, reached the end of their expertise. Exactly. Feels like Carol made it past hers. Yeah. And so what we saw this episode, especially in that first challenge, was everybody else was kind of up here, and you can't see me, people at home, because this is an audio medium, but I think you can guess what I mean. <laughs> and she was like operating down here, which I'm betting is still better than most people baking at home, but made it feel like there was a huge gap right. in skill set. But it was just it was just the end. It the the train it tracks was past, maybe she had was, the train tracks had ended, and her the train, train though had was kept, off the track. It was on the dirt for a little while. Going. Oh, that, up rocks and that gravel. poor woman. So here's the thing about it that frustrates me to no end about that first uh, that first thing. So doing steam pudding, obviously the there are two elements there that you need: the pudding and the steam. Mm-hmm. And she said, "Like I normally would boil the water in the kettle." But I'm not doing that. She obviously felt pressed for time. She felt like there was not time to boil the water or even run the tap pot. I mean, I feel like it might have been lost in editing, but we didn't even see her like run the tap. She just turned it on and filled up her little measuring cup. But like, even then, she was going straight for even the hottest tap water, going straight from hot tap water to the oven. That's not going to boil. Like the oven. I mean, what? some of the so some of the other bakers I recall ran the tap long enough so that there was actual steam coming out of sure. the sink. Right, that's going to be hot enough to boil quite quite quickly. But like, here's the thing. 
here's a fact we know, right? Which she did not. There are kettles at the tent. They yeah. have tea often. If yes. nothing else. That's true. Right? So, like, she could have boiled the water and then poured it in. There was nothing stopped. So, what I think, to your point, is I don't know how much of it is a press for time or just, like, a feeling flustered. Right. But I think it's, like, one definitely makes the other. Right, where all through this episode, what I felt like for Carol was she was just off kilter from the beginning. Right, and I think that the pressure was also on from the moment, right? Yeah. Because she burned the plums that she was, I guess, caramelizing in a pan right when the judges came over and they were like, don't make any more mistakes. And she was like, okay, no more. And of course, I mean, that really is kind of like like the the catch-22 of... I have to be perfect, and right. so nothing goes well. Okay, so let's talk about everybody else. Okay. Um, some ones that really stood out to me. Uh, Dawn's uh, traditional steam puddings were mm-hmm. good. Yep, they like that. Um, Abdul's fig and date pudding were mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there were a couple of times on here that I was like, oh, here comes the handshake, and it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, one was, I felt like it was coming on Janish, uh his pina colada ones, mm-hmm. especially like, <laughs> Paul did this thing that was really funny to me where he squirted the whole like uh, coconut rum thing onto like Prue's bite and she's like oh you probably ruined it now and she took her bite and was like nope you haven't <laughs> it was so good it made me so happy um, and that was great and then I thought Maxie's were there they were almost they were like mm, this tastes just like a sticky toffee pudding it's maybe a little more sticky than we were hoping for right but Sandro's Unless I missed it, there was no negative thing. There was no criticism. It was just like we saw Paul go back for a second bite. We saw them like, oh, this is great. This is perfect. This is great. This is beautiful. And the presentation was there and the flavors were there. And even Sandra for the second time, I said, I thought there was going to be a handshake. Cut to... A, like a one shot of him being like really thought there was going to be a handshake there was like okay thank you I don't know I don't know man he didn't give anybody a handshake this no, week he's, it's, he's only done two and that was one episode it was like episode two yeah but it makes me so much hungrier for one I mean yeah I mean don't get me wrong this is the way better version yes this is the version of too many is is worse than not enough yeah but I did feel I mean this is the second time I was like come on come on oh interesting jumping ahead uh, we were talking as we were watching this episode. We were like, well, I know that Maxie's won twice and Janish is won. Who's the other person? And that answer is Janish. So it was oh, Maxie. It okay. was Janish, Maxie, Janish, Maxie. Oh. So far. Yeah. I thought Shabir was in there, but maybe I just felt that she it was stolen yeah. from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Shabira did watermelon steamed puddings, mm-hmm. which I would say the look was. So, so so cool. Close. Yeah. It was so cool. So she like, wanted them to split open more, but I thought they were really cool looking. A couple of them didn't split open at all and she was really disappointed about that. But they were like, It's fine. But I think where she missed was the flavors. And this is a thing we've seen a lot too. When you use an extract of something or an essence of something that is not super flavorful. Right, and you, it's like think about candy, right? When you eat watermelon candy, it mm-hmm. tastes like watermelon candy. candy. It doesn't really taste like watermelon because watermelon is so watery, and it's like it's it's not a strong flavor. It's more of like a texture, yeah. right? It's the same with banana. Like when you eat banana, it's not like flavor is hitting you, right? It's more like you smell it, 
And, you know, it's the, like the feeling of eating a banana more than yeah. it's just like, oh, this tastes so much like vanilla. Right? And so a lot of like, I think what Paul, when he talks about not liking artificial banana flavor, it's like if you eat like banana runts, right? Yeah. Banana candy. Yeah. I think the only time we've ever seen them be like, nope, that's the essence. That's exactly what it tastes like. It was when Nadia did candy flavored. Was it? Was it? Oh, it was a soda. No, no, no. She did that too. Yeah. But she boiled down her own sodas. But she also flavored um, her eclairs. Oh. Bubble gum. Right. And something else like candy. Like blue raspberry or something? Something like that. Yeah. But they were actual candy flavors. Yeah. And they were like, well, yeah, yeah that's it. it. That's it. Um, but I, and this is where a lot of the times I think you can like, on on uh, you can like track like on a signature for example you could say like well I feel like this person's at the top and then mm-hmm. maybe this person and then in the middle of the, and I just really feel like there were what eight people and it felt like there were people first through seventh and then Carol was tenth yeah you know what I mean That's well how okay it felt. so let's let's finish um so oh Kevin is the one we didn't Kevin talk about. didn't talk about he did Cludy dumplings which are not the same type of steamed pudding that yeah, the rest of boiled. the people did. They're not they're not quite boiled, but they're like everybody else did theirs in like metal tins, mm. right? And he did his in the very traditional like cloth, yeah. right? And it just wasn't exactly what they were looking for. They wanted a more cakey yeah, but it, super moist thing. And his was they kept saying that it was very Chloe, right? Yeah, very Chloe. Uh, Claggy? Claggy. It yeah. was dense, right? Yeah, they didn't it's, like it, it. it. It was more like a biscuit than a cake. Um, and it also was like, this is the thing, can I tell you? The thing I feel about Kevin mm-hmm. is like, yeah, you're doing a good job, Kevin. But like, I don't know that I've seen one where I'm like, oh my God, Kevin really killed that one, right? It's just like across the board, like, Okay, it sometimes feels like Kevin's in a different competition, and over here, he's winning. But in this competition... <laughs> It's not that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He's just kind of coasting. Yeah. There hasn't really been anything awesome from him. I mean, even to skip ahead myself, even the look of his showstopper was really good. Yeah. It was good, but it wasn't as good as anybody else's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's You know what? I'll, I'll put it this way. This was like a, a church fit. Or is oh, that right? yeah. Something? Fate. It's like, this would be something where, yeah, he would compete. Every year, and everyone would be like, I can't believe you didn't win again. Ah, oh, it was so good. And it would just be that over and over yeah. again, right? Where yeah. it's just like, no one's going to tell you you should stop doing this because mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's also just like, I don't think you're a standout. Um, so let's move on to this, yeah. the hotly contested technical. The internet is a buzz. And by a buzz, I mean, I saw three articles yeah. not nearly as much about this week as the as the mexican week yeah. but anyway i th- do you think it's people who are like chasing like well i gotta keep having a hot take that we had <laughs> hot takes last week uh the technical maybe so here's what happened uh, you guys are probably watching but i'm gonna recap anyway you can't assume that because when griffin and rachel used to talk about the bachelor i never watched the bachelor <laughs> and i listened to every episode of rose buddies so uh usually The technicals are two pieces of paper. The first piece of paper is the ingredients, Mm -hmm. right? And then the second piece of paper is the method. And the method is the, quote, recipe, right? So it will talk about how to make the pastry, how to make the filling, all this kind of stuff. And this week, they had the ingredients on Mm -hmm. the one page. But the second page, the method was just, number one, make a lemon meringue pie. 
Yeah. Now, I think it should also be clear, in, in case anybody has missed this up till now, even when there's a method, right, it's not detailed. No. It'll usually say something like, make the creme pat. Or, like, you know, and, and the steps will be like that, and it won't say, like, to make the creme pat, do this and fold this in. And whatever. The assumption is you know how to make creme pat, and that's why you're here. Right. And but I think it was just because it was, like, oh, item one, and that was yes, it. Everyone correct. was like, what? I don't feel like it's the first time they've done that. No, I feel, but I do feel like it's more of a finals thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, I remember with Nancy and Richard, remember they had to do, like, make uh, – what was it like six tarte citrons yeah. six so, scones make six victoria sponges or something and it was like all of those yeah and they knew how to do all that stuff yeah but it was like a final yes uh, but here's the thing all right so those those articles that you saw were basically like that's not fair or whatever but the fact of the matter is is like Everybody what, did okay. One person, uh, they the article cited a tweet where one person was like, "What is it going to be next week? A riddle?" That's what I was like, that. that would actually, I would love to watch that. You would love to I watch would, that. Great British Bake Off plus Escape Room would be amazing for me. <laughs> that but, would be like hitting so many notes for me. I think one of the complaints, though, uh, was actually that this is turning into like an American show, right? Where like we've talked about this, where a lot of the Food Network American shows or whatever is just watching people fail. Yeah, right? but I don't feel like this was that. This is the thing is like, while I understand that. Right, that point. I'm not saying that yeah. I feel that way. I'm saying that this is what the internet scuttlebutt Oh, yes, but was. I was making you the avatar oh, of that okay. person okay. saying <laughs> that in that moment. Um, I would say that, like, while I understand that concern, because that's definitely a thing, and, like, I think we talked about this a couple times now, of this thing of, like, no, don't make it showy, don't do this thing, right? Just let it be this. One, even as you pointed out when we were talking about this earlier, Shabira, who has never made one before, was like, oh, okay, so this is like a short cross pastry, and then I'm doing Yeah, they this, could and- tell by the ingredient list what they were supposed to do. Like yes. when you talk about, you know, the ingredients of like whatever, eight egg whites and like 15 tablespoons of sugar or whatever it right. is, right? They knew what they were supposed to do from the ingredient list. And while I think sometimes we see a technical comes out and the person's like, I've never had this before, or like, I think I saw this in a shop once, this is a lemon meringue pie, right? Like, even I know what that is, right? Like, I do, now, to be clear, I would not know how to make it, but I also would not be chosen as a contestant <laughs> for Great British Bake Off. So I think that there is a certain thing of, like, you sitting at home are like, that's so unfair, right? But most of these people have at least made a lemon, you know, lemon meringue pie once. Yeah, poor Dawn. She's right. like, I make this every week, and this is the worst one I've ever made. Isn't it wild to think that the person who had never made one before and the person who said they made one every week were eighth and seventh? I know, right? Ugh. And I think, man, once again, and you see it, especially once we reach this point, about halfway through the season, a little over halfway through, you start to see contestants like Dawn, right, who hit that snag, and it's just like they're off for it's the It's like of an avalanche. Thing. Well, because this is the thing. When we, we've talked about this every year, too, is in the first, like, two or three episodes, you just need to not be the worst. Right. Right? Because there's always somebody who's like, oh, this person just completely blew it. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, you had an off week, but eh, coming yeah. in last in a technical could be uh, the thing that sends you home right. in like episode five, six, seven, eight, right? Absolutely. And so I think that what we saw was Dawn, a mixture of there's no way to fix this mistake I've made and the frustration of 
this is something I should be good at, mm-hmm. put her on tilt for the for yeah. That and, and she just, cover. I mean, she realized when she went to pour the filling mm-hmm. into the pastry crust, she was like, "Oh no, this is not nearly enough." But she didn't have time to fix it. Yeah, you know, you have to get that meringue on and you have to cook it. So there just wasn't the time. And, um, and everybody think- else did. Pretty much the same. There were varying levels of success if of Shabir pastry. Had, Shabir did not blind bake enough. No, sh- yeah, enough, enough. Yeah. She did a little bit, but her pastry was so thick. It was so thick that there was no way she could have blind baked it enough. I think. And I think that also comes from the experience of not having made that thing before. Right. So she knew about short crust. She knew it was a short crust pastry. She was making a short crust pastry. But the things of like, how long do you blind bake it, and how thick it should be, so that. It's thick enough that it doesn't crack when you bring it out, but not so thick, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that is the thing that comes from practice. But even that, man, if you had had the instructions of, like, make a short crust pastry, it wouldn't have included bake time. It wouldn't have included, like, how thick to make the thing. So that wouldn't have changed anything there, right? Maybe in the first episode, it would have included to blind bake it for 15 minutes or so. Or I mean, but to blind the, bake the pie crust. Right. But Maybe. It, which she knew to do. She just didn't do it long enough, and her short crust was too thick. Yeah. So, like, that wouldn't have been changed by having a regular kind of detailed method for that. Anyways. Yeah, and Janusz won because his was the most... Uh, the, all of the... I mean, all of the... Uh, fillings were all pretty good, except for Don, who had hardly any. But even that, they were like the tartness is there, and yeah. the flavor is great. Right. Um, he mounded his uh, mm. his meringue the best, and they were like, okay, he gets it. I was surprised because I, looking at Sandro's, I was like, oh, that's really good. And then he was like, uh, what? He was fourth. Yeah, that's fine. Middle. So top fifty. Um, so the showstoppers, right? There's a lot to talk about here as well. Uh, first of all, Don, poor Don. Is like I think this one, was the avalanche. It yeah, started yeah. and it just kept rolling because there were things in here that are like, oh, your the jelly for your flowers like didn't set in the right way, and that sucks. But then that I think snowballed in uh, stress wise, mm-hmm. so that it ended up that even like the finish on the cake was messy, right? Right. So like, and you know, it's like, oh, the. Um, mushroom inside was made of jelly and didn't set up and that's stressful but just looking at the cake on the outside too was like right. yeah but you also didn't like have and the they liked the taste the of it yep. they were like this tastes delicious but it looks like a mess uh, because but they loved the taste of the jelly flowers um, she tried to up the difficulty by doing two surprises inside the mousse cake like I think that if if technical had gone better, I think Showstopper would have gone better, and I think that for Dawn, for Dawn, yes, yeah, yeah, I yeah, agree. yeah. Then it would it wouldn't have been the kind of like close call. It wasn't really a close call, no, but you know. Well, I mean, we said that, but I was certain last week. Um, I want to talk about two designs though. Okay. First, I so I want to talk about Maxi, and I want to talk about Sandro, and I want okay. to start with Maxi first. So pretty. And what Maxi did great, what Maxi did great was choosing, and I think we've seen this before, especially on hidden, like, surprise cakes on the inside, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, great. You chose a, like, geometric, repeatable shape with a great effect. And then that gave you a little more time to focus on the finish mm-hmm. on the outside. Right. So her design. While I, I don't want to say simpler, right, but more straightforward, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Made it so that her precision, she could spend more time 
on like the finished product. Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, because like it, it's about work smarter, not harder. Right. Right. And then on the other side of that is Sandro, who I think his design was very ambitious. And I think because that, of the nature of the design, oh, yeah, making a sphere with so many layers and like each piece had to set up yeah. in turn because you had to wait for this piece to set up to add this to it, to set it up, to add this to it, to set it up. And it was a gamble, I think, because if any layer didn't work, right, and didn't set up or didn't hold or whatever, the whole thing would have fallen apart. But I think skill and uh, practice mm-hmm. and patience meant that every layer worked and everything right. worked and I I'm also reminded I just of, want to um, say when, a quick, oh, a quick I, note I really loved his little like every time he would go to check a layer and the camera was right over his shoulder and he would look back and do like a little giggle kind of like <laughs> <laughs> he was like legitimately like little boy pleased every time it worked and it made me very happy I was gonna say that there are ways to hack that system and I recall specifically Nancy in the Baked Alaska episode Oh, the bin gate. Oh. Oh. But she had nothing to do with bin gate. But it was uh, where she made, she used concentric sized bowls yes. in order to set everything up at once. Mm-hmm. So it can be done. Yes. But I think this execution of it made for a really great finish product. Yes. Yes. Um, right. I And so then I think another, uh, I don't know, maybe a... Uh, a little bit of like, oh, kind of feeling was Abdul's, um, the galaxy moose thing. Which looked so cool. Looked so good. And then I think we saw it a couple times in this showstopper of people who were so worried about something not setting that they used too much gel. Way too much, yeah. Um, and that that's, that's something that they mentioned at the very beginning. Yeah. Where they were like, it's a very delicate balance between getting something to set and have and getting something, you know, protecting the setting, but then losing the texture that yeah. we want. And that was kind of like the whole thing about the thing. Yeah, the that thing. was the challenge of the thing with the thing. Um, I want to say, and I, I want our Twitter to alight. I think so far all of Janusz's cakes look the same. Yes. Okay, please go into this because I don't disagree. So... He uses, continually, he uses the same color palette. He loves that drip effect. And they all, like, if you lined them all up, I don't know that I would be able to pick out what cake was made out of what. Because I feel like they're just he all. He does a lot of, like, the white, the white colors, background, drip. The, the primary colors, the bright colors, the drip. Like, it's always the same. And... Maybe they don't notice that week to week because there's a week of time. Well, in they're between. also good. I mean, sure, yeah, it's, it's, but like, can he do anything else? I don't think it's like, uh, oh, what's his face, the uh, older dude who they were like, everything you make is like shortbread cookie and like oh, vanilla. Oh, yeah, no, not like that. I don't think it's like that, but I think it is a lot more of just like, okay, great, you you've got a thing that works, and you do it. Uh, okay. Um, so, uh, some other notable ones. Now, I want, I do want to talk about Carol's here. Okay. Because it's not a bad execution of, like, the strawberry was really good inside. I thought that was a very clear surprise. Yes. And it had a pretty uh, clean look. Uh, uh again, they said that, like, very, uh, Fanny Craddock, they like, said. But I think the thing is, is, like, when you look at it, right, 
stack that, put that log next to Yanush made a globe and Abdul had like what Prue called like the most beautiful mirror glaze she's ever seen. Yeah. And like here's like what looked like just a brown like rectangle. Mm-hmm. Right, with some decorations around it. And it's just like, okay, great. You did what you were making good, but I don't think in the scope compared to everybody else's, right? it was, on, which is, to be fair, not to just pick on Carol, I felt the same about Kevin's. As you said, like, okay, yeah, that's great. If I saw that. The little dog on top was cute, and the carrots, the digging up the garden is cute, but again, it was just like a brown log with, with green icing on right. it. Right, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, this is very good. I don't think it's on the same level, level. as yeah. some of these other ones, though. Totally. Right? Where, like, for example, Maxi's, I think you could put in a display window, mm-hmm. even without the surprise in the middle, and people would be like, that is a beautiful cake. And then you could cut it, like, have a slice out, and people would be like, whoa, right? Yeah. Like, imagine seeing, you know, uh, Sandro's, and it being like, this is a cake. And you'd mm-hmm. be like, wow, right? And then you would see uh, Kevin's, or you would see uh, Don, or yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, Carol's. Yeah, this, this week, Don's. You would see Carol's, and you'd be like, okay, that's not, yeah, you did great, right? Like, yeah. if somebody brought that out for a birthday party, Absolutely. you'd be like, yeah, that's lovely, that's great. I think that we're talking, we're definitely talking about amateur bakers, right? But at this level, they are asking amateur bakers to push the envelope right to push what they are comfortable with and what we associate with home bakers and this is something that i think that mary was a little bit bad at doing right she was a little too gentle she was a little too gentle about oh but it's a home she's a home baker like all this kind of stuff and it was great to see every once in a while the the kind of the personification of pushing that line, right? Where Mary was all like, "This, it's very informal, it's a home bake or whatever. And Paul was like, yeah, but if I serve this in a bake shop, I would, why am I paying 50p for this one right. versus this one, right? Which I think- And I, I think this is like a person, like the line we see where Carol- and Kevin and this week Dawn, like these at a birthday party, a homemade cake, everyone would love it. Would have loved it. It would be great, but it's not what the competition is about. And I also think that, especially now by like season 13, we have so many examples of people who then become, you know, baking personalities. Like Nadia. Like Nadia. And we see these people like go onto, you know, TV shows and like, you know, talk shows and stuff to demonstrate baking. Yeah, like the morning shows or whatever. Right, and it's just like, okay, great. Are you baking at a level that people are blown away by this thing, right? And I think that I can see why they have raised their stakes a little bit. Uh, The last thing I want to talk about about the showstoppers, I want to talk about uh, Shabira's cake. Yeah. Um, Because, and you know I'm a big fan of Shabira. Oh, yeah. Um, But I think that if I could go back in time, I would find my friend Shabira and say, like, <laughs> I don't think adding this, like, hexagonal B thing on top, even if it, even if you nail it, I don't think that the risk reward uh, is an, is enough, right? Because I don't think right. it adds enough that it, the risk of it, like, breaking, which you said is a risk, and it going on there is, like... I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it counted as one of her two other dessert elements, right? Because they had to have mousse in the cake. 
two other dessert elements a lot of people used like sponge yeah. right and chocolate or sponge and cookie or something like it, that it was it have, was it her second element it might have but what i'm saying is i would have picked a different element oh, okay okay um because one it's also i mean while it looks cool oh this like hexagonal design with the b in the middle i don't think that it was like and that pulls the whole thing together so much mm -hmm. as i was like oh okay uh, i think she could have gotten away with like little chocolate bees or something that went on there and it also was like I think she did have were they fondant? Maybe they were I don't she know. did have little bees on there. But like on top of it, I don't think that mixed with like that clear jelly that held it, mm -hmm. I just don't think was doing it anything. Although it was also like I looked at it and was like, put it on once it's sitting still in the fridge. Yeah. Like put it in the freezer, then put this in place so you just close the door. Because once you once you picked it up, it all moved around, and I was right. like, "Yeah, oh no, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah." And she also overcorrected, right? So her signature the day before, they were like, mm, "Tastes like watermelon syrup or whatever," right? Yeah. They didn't like that, so she was like, "Okay, well, I planned to make this one another melon flavor." Uh, melon's tough. Melon's so tough. It's mostly it, water. We think of it as like you know, oh, like this is delicious melon. It's like yeah, 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 but it doesn't. It's not like a flavor. It's going to knock you out, man. Right, you right. Know. So she overcorrected and didn't use any essence or anything, and it just didn't taste like anything. They I were think like, it was just an off week for her. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was an on week for Sandro. I'm really glad he won because I was like, it's got to be him, right? And I was like starting to get- You were starting to get a little agitated on the couch. I, I had to move away from you and several times say, the children are asleep, you are yelling. I just, I was just <laughs> so worried because it was so clear to me that I thought Sandro had like run away with both both uh, the signature and the showstopper. That I was like, if they don't give it to him, I'm yeah. be so mad. Yeah. Um, because here's the other thing too. I just feel like he's really consistently done well this season. And but I keep hitting the microphone because I'm very excited. But <laughs> I feel like it's also just like once you look at the thing and you're like, oh, okay. Well, it's been Janusz and then Maxi and then Janusz and then Maxi. And then Sandro, and it's like, so we're five episodes in, only three people have gotten it, right? And it's like, okay, let's, and that's not that's not me saying they're playing favorites. It's me saying people need to start stepping up. And I felt right. like he really did he this did. week. He definitely and did. And so that's why I would have been very frustrated if they were like, but it's Maxi again, or whatever. So do you maybe want to change your favorite three for the final? Because no. do you want to put Sandro in there instead I of Shabira? Oh. No, we've we've generally agreed on Janusz, Maxi, and Shabira. But do we want to put Sandro in there instead of Shabira? I'm gonna pull. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna pull for Sandro right now. Okay. Over Shabira. Okay. But I think Shabira has the talent. Has the stuff. If she can just like tune in. Right, because this is where I think the difference is. If you talk about like, uh, you know, uh, somebody who has the chance to be like a dark horse contender, mm -hmm. right? Is I think that there are people from the first like two or three or four episodes who are like they're in the top three every time, and then there are people who like you're like, oh, I th the this was great, the design was great, but the flavors were a little off, or like this was great, this was great, the consistency was a little off, and it's mm -hmm. like those are tweakable things, yeah, right. But I think when you talk about like somebody's vision, their whole design aesthetic not working is like, okay, right? Like Kevin at this point has been like routinely, they're like, oh, okay, great. That design doesn't work for this though or whatever. And it's just like, I think that is an indicator of just like, okay, great. That's not really a tweakable thing. That's like, you'd have to step away 
and reevaluate your whole approach to this. Sure. Um, so I think Shabira could. I I would be surprised if at this point the final four aren't Maxi, Sandro, Shabira, and Janusz. Though oh, I, think I mean, Abdul, yeah. I think Abdul has a chance to get in there. He could be in there. Uh, but I mean, I think Kevin and Dawn uh, aren't aren't uh, aren't doing it for me okay. at this point as final four. Yeah. So I think Abdul has a chance. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right that at this point I would put uh, Maxi, Janusz, and Sandra. I mean, also, they're the only ones who have one star baker. So That's it's true. hard It's, it's hard. hard to r- rule them out. Yeah. Okay, anything else you want to add? Oh, uh, so next week, I'm taking a microphone with me when I go to uh, the UK for D&T in a castle, but there's no guarantee. So we might end up just like having two episodes once we're back together. Right. Uh, and just like talking about them both or maybe two episodes. But we'll be in the UK, so we'll get to see them when they drop. That's true. Um, if I can find a TV in the castle, I don't even know if there, <laughs> Do they there's one in my TVs? room. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I should know where I'm going. I'm leaving in like two hours. Um, and we, uh, but we, we, we will talk about them. I just don't know when. Right. Uh, but then I think we'll be back together and on on time for the final or for the, like a final episode. Absolutely. Um, so thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed this, tell a friend. Also, I don't think we talked about it enough. Use the hashtag Bacon if you have thoughts about anything we've talked about oh, this totally. season or just like this episode. If you have opinions about Janusz cake styles, Please. I want to see them. Yes. Hashtag Bacon. Hashtag Bacon. I want to know what you thought about Carol. Uh, this episode what do you think about Dawn who's in your top three all that stuff tweet at us hashtag bacon uh, tell friends about this um, let's see Teresa what should they do until next episode bake amid